Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today I want to talk about knowing the will of God. A lot of people struggle with this. And I, and I think I've discovered why they struggle with knowing God's will for their life. Because if you read Paul's life, he never really struggled with knowing the will of God. He struggled with the opposition that came against him in the will of God. And so I, want to, I think I've come up with a correlation of what I see in the Scripture to be an exact idea of why so many people struggle with knowing God's will for their life. A person ruled by the law will pursue God's will with sincerity but never be confident that he has discovered it. One who enjoys intimacy with Jesus will know it without struggling to find it. And I think we're so encountered to work because Philippians 2 and 13 said, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do His good pleasure. Now we see here that for God is who works in you both to will and to do His good pleasure. So God's working His will in you, but it's hard to find His will when you're trying to keep a bunch of rules. It's hard to find His will when you're trying to measure up and do all the right things. And we have a real struggle with the difference in works and getting to. Living and resting in Jesus instead of... Now, resting in Jesus doesn't mean doing nothing. What resting in Jesus means is just follow exactly what He speaks into your spirit to do. You know, you be maybe riding down the street and He'll just speak in your spirit. I want you to stop and, and bless that man beside of the road there. That's the Holy Spirit working in your life. So many people think, well, I've got to be a five-fold ministry. I've got to be a prophet, a priest, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist. I've got to be in the five-fold ministry to, to please God. I've got to be a Sunday school teacher. I've got to start a ministry. I've got to have a 501c3. I've got to have all those things. I've got to do all these things to make God happy. But I don't believe that's God's plan. I think there's architects. I think there's doctors. I think there's nurses. I think there's carpenters. I think there's grass cutters. I, I think there's all kinds of relates of life that God is using in the body of Christ to materialize and bring to the reality all the things that God's trying to do. Because I like what Hebrew chapter 13, verse 20 and 21 says. Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do His will, working you what is well-pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ, in whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So God, the Holy Spirit within us, will fulfill the Father's plan as we are absorbed into the continuous awareness of our oneness with Christ. When grace rules our decision-making process, our focus will be on Him, not a plan. So under grace, it isn't the Christian duty to find God's will, but rather God's will reveal His will to the one who rests in Him. How did the early Christians know the will of God concerning the great missionary Paul? I think it was very obvious. The key to understanding God's will is that it is revealed to them while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting. They were not merely seeking to know the will of God. They were seeking God and He spoke clearly to them, making His will clearly known. They discovered the plan while they were seeking the person of God. And I think that's what we do as believers today. Legalism puts the burden on the Christian to listen hard enough to hear God's will. A Christian ruled by grace knows that God is quite capable of speaking loudly enough to be heard. When we live in total dependence upon Him, He will be revealed with His absolute no struggle in our part. Now what a wonderful 
reality that is today, that when we can just rest in the finished work of Christ and know that we're right in the perfect will. You know, I heard Lester Summerall make a statement several, several years ago, probably been 20 years, 25 years, 20, 25 years ago. I don't want to give you the exact date because I don't remember the exact date, but I remember I was sitting in a church and Lester Summerall made this statement. And he said, I've never been out of the God's will in, in five minutes in my life. And I began to think about that and I thought, well, how arrogant a statement is that? But I know what he was saying now that I've grown and matured in the things of God. I understand what he was saying. What he was saying is, I don't struggle to find God's will anymore. I'm in God's will all the time just because I'm in Christ and I have an intimate relationship with Jesus. And I think the intimate relationship and the oneness with Christ is an example of us being in the perfect will of God that revealed God's perfect will to us. And see, I think that's the wonderful thing about knowing the will of God for our life. I think we're so interested in, in knowing what he wants us to do instead of knowing him. So today, I want to just encourage you to spend time with the Lord and just not, not trying to find God, but just becoming open and intimate with God. You know, it's kind of like you're sitting in a room talking to somebody. Start talking to God just like that. Get him a chair out. Let him just sit in the room with you and begin to talk to him. Begin to experience an intimate relationship with him. You say, well, pastor, that seems kind of foolish. Well, you know, getting in the closet and talking to him sounds kind of foolish to me too, but the Bible says that's what we're supposed to do. But I realize that as I become intimate with him, it's not about me looking or seeking something from God. It's becoming aware that he's there and knowing him on a more intimate way. And then you kind of fall into God's will for your life. You kind of fall into God's purpose for your life. And as you, as, as so many people struggle with, you know, Lord, I want to know what he's got for me. Does he want me to be a pastor? Does he want me to go to China? Does he want me to be a missionary? Well, I think the reality to that is that we just need to seek Him and know Him. And as we begin to know Him, all those other things will fall into place. And we'll just end right up where we're supposed to be, kind of like serendipity. We'll just fall into what we're supposed to be because it won't be about trying to satisfy Him. It'll be desiring Him. You know, it's kind of like me coming home to my wife, Anita, and and I'm not not wanting anything from her. I'm just wanting to spend time and be around her. So that's what I think Jesus is looking, that intimate time to where me and you just spend time with him, not because we want something. I heard an old guy say this one time. He said, don't seek the gifts, seek the giver. And as I begin to spend time with him, I begin to spend time with him and spend time with him. I begin to realize, hey, look, I'm falling into my divine purpose and the will because I won't seek the plan anymore, but I'll seek the person. And I think that's the beauty of grace.